Pablo and Luis, and we're your hosts for week 10. And segments for this week is local history with Isaac, girls talk with Bailey and Stephanie, story with Ethan, almost sports centers with Milo and Gerardo, and quote of the day with me, Pablo, and Luis, and elementary interview with Justin. There you have it for this week. Hope you guys enjoy. Welcome back to yet another installation of Local History with Isaac. I'm bringing you the second half of my interview with Pat Bruning. She was able to tell me about what happened in Hunt after World War II. Each of the veterans had to remove all the sagebrush that was on their property, and there were big blowouts with rocks. And my dad would tell me stories about how they would take a big pole or like a telephone pole or a big log that they would put stakes down in and then chain it to the tractor and pull it through the sagebrush. They called it grubbing the sagebrush. My dad was pretty excited because his neighbor was burning ditch and and caught his sage my dad's sagebrush on fire and so he didn't have to do quite as much grubbing as a lot of them did. Our next question is do you have any stories about growing up in Hunt? If you grew up in Hunt, you picked rock. There was rock all the time, everywhere, in every field. And it was always on the windiest days that you would go out to pick rock. But Hunt's been known for its wind and rock forever and still continues to this day to have wind and lots of rocks to pick. When we were growing up and Dad would plant grain in the spring, he always had one or two of us kids ride the back of the grain drill. It was a just a board on the back and he wanted us to ride the grain drill to make sure that the grain it didn't plug and we would come back covered in dirt and we would have to take our clothes off outside and shake them and hose off in the hose before we were able to come in the house because we were so dirty as kids in the summer the one thing that was always fun to do was play in the canal and we would go up and float down the canal in tubes and and our neighbor friends would always come and go with us that was just our entertainment for the day our next question is did your father raise crops and or cattle we raised hay and grain and cattle what do you grow on the homestead today hay and grain barley sugar beets and corn what did the roads used to be like out in hunt there were always dirt roads until I was a teenager. My dad used to tell a story that the reason the road out to hunt is so windy is they just use the cattle trail to decide where to put the road. All right, the last question I have for you is, are there any original homesteaders left and are there families still in the area? I think the only living homesteader I know um, is one of the homesteader's wives and she lives here in, this, in the summer. There are several of the homesteaders' children that live out in Hunt, probably about eight or more of us. Well, and that's all for the Minidoka story on local history. In a few weeks, I'll have a whole new topic on local history for you with a lot more interviews and a lot more fun questions to ask. Thanks for listening. This is Justin interviewing a couple of elementary kids about what they did this month for the kindness trait. 
This is Dominic, and what are a few things you have been doing this month um, for the kindness trait? I've been playing with people outside and always saying hi to them. Thank you. What are a few messages you would like to give to people about bullying and kindness? Always be nice to them and never say mean things about anyone. Great. This is Addison, and what are a few things that you would like to tell people that you have been doing for the kindness trait this month? Always um, hang out with anybody that's, um, that doesn't have a friend. and just, yeah. This is Ali. What are a few things that you have been doing this month for the kindness trait? I've been playing with kids who look lonely at recess. Okay. Um, what are a few messages you would like to give to people for kindness and bullying? Always be nice to them if and stand up for your friends. Thank you. Hi, this is Bailey and Stephanie and this week on Girls Talk, we're going to be discussing car accessories. So Stephanie, what kind of car accessories do you have? Do you go like with the rambunctious ones or just the more calmer ones? Um, I feel like I go with the more common ones like seat covers and that kind of stuff. And then, I don't know, something I like about my car personally is that I recently got a little trash can that hooks to the back of a seat. Yeah, I'm actually not allowed to have trash cans in my car because it just builds up and I just trash my car you see i got it for the purpose of trying not to trash the car yeah that was my attempt too until we learned that that was not happening mm. um the only car accessories that i really have are my steering wheel cover i'm not huge on like seat covers because like mine are already like the cloth and you know i don't burn my butt or like freeze it when i'm <laughs> in the in the winter or summer so that's really nice but I really, like, as I'm thinking about it, I don't have many, like, accessories. I don't either. I've seen people that, like, have the fluffy steering wheel covers. Those look very tempting. I kind of want to, I kind of want to get one. (laughs) They are tempting. Like, one thing that I can never get behind, fuzzy dice. (laughs) Fuzzy dice. I just, those don't make sense to me, man. They were Um, so popular a couple years ago, too. I think, like, the, the trend has just gone down now. Yeah. Well, that is all for Girls Talk this week. We'll see you next week on... Girls Talk. Hi, Stetson. What are you going to be for Halloween? Mandalorian. Thank you, Stetson. Hi, Tessa. What are you going to be for Halloween? Isabella. Thank you, Tessa. Hi, Benjamin. What are you going to be for Halloween? Tiger. Thank you, Benjamin. Hi, Amaya. What are you going to be for Halloween? Little Mermaid. Thank you, Amaya. Call the day is. If they leave you, let them. The ones that leave were only using you. The second quarter of the day. The more you love, the more you suffer. Vincent Van Gogh. Here's Luis with the third quote of the week. Shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll land upon the stars. Les Brown.
Hello, it's Johnny, and welcome back to Thor's Corner. I'm back again with shower thoughts. Let's just go ahead and get started with thought number one. Why aren't iPhone chargers called apple juice? Second thought, teeth are the only problem that if you ignore, go away. Thought number three, muffins are cupcakes as smoothies are to milkshakes. Thank you for listening to shower thoughts. I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode of Thor's Corner, and I see you next time. Hey guys, this is Milo. And Gerardo. Here, back with Homo Sports Center. And we're here talking about LeBron and his old age. About time, that father time caught up to him. So LeBron has been limited to 28 to 30 minutes per game this season. Wait, 28 to 30 minutes a game this season. So... That means he only gets to play 28 to 30 minutes unless, like, it's crunch time and they need him for something. Oh, my goodness. This man is 38, about to be 39. He's old. He's old as dirt. And they got him playing that many minutes. What are the Lakers thinking? Uh, Gerardo? 30 minutes a game is not that much for someone like LeBron. I think this is an L take by Gerardo, to be honest. Because LeBron is old, man. He's pushing 40. Pushing 40 as an NBA player, that's like, I don't know, dude. That's like being a mermaid without fins. Like, at that point, like, what are you doing, man? Retire. I know you want to play with Bronny, and I know you want to play with Bryce, but come on, dude. Like, seriously, just retire, LeBron, please. All right. But that was Milo. And Gerardo. Here with Almost Sports Center, signing out.